Welcome back to the 423 Soccer Pod, the podcast that CFC built. This is Jim, a.k.a. Chattagooner. Hey, and this is Todd, the great footballer. All right, Todd. I don't know. this. It feels like we've done this before tonight. It does. Um, it's deja vu all over again. Yeah. Uh, I, kind listeners, I'm going to just, just say uh, the, my, the two other people on the call have been very patient with this old man, I, 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 uh, we, we just talked and had a wonderful conversation for about, oh, I don't know, 15 minutes. And I realized that I hadn't, I didn't press record. So womp, 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 Todd, okay. <laughs> all right. So let's start again. We are very excited. Actually, I was, I'm kind of so excited that I forgot to hit record and you, and, and, and listeners, you will know why in just a second, you may have heard that we have signed a couple of academy players, and we are really, really fortunate, Todd, to have on the call with us um, the director, the executive director, the founder of the North Georgia Soccer Academy, where two of those young men have come to us from. And this, uh, we have Karim Desher uh, on the on the call. Uh, Karim, I am sorry. Now, could you tell us again how things are going in North Georgia? <laughs> it's going amazing. All right. Don't still, be nervous now. 20 right? minutes I'm later, glad, uh, it's still going good. <laughs> yes, it's going great. Um, no, we're really excited. Uh, we're actually in year five, you know, North Georgia Soccer Academy. You know, we've won, uh, you know, our ninth Georgia State Cup. So we're going to be heading to regionals this summer. Uh, and we're really excited. You know, we were a small club starting out. And in year five, we're making some waves now. Um, you know, I'm on podcast now, so that shows I'm getting somewhere. <laughs> well, uh, wait, wait, I need director. to know, is this your first podcast? I think it's my first podcast. Yes, there sir. we go. All right. Oh. Well, then no, Actually, no kind of my second, we, uh... you know, it's kind of my second. Oh. Because we kind of did, uh, <laughs> okay. 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 That's pretty good. Sorry about okay. that. I had, to get you. I had to get you with that. Okay. Okay. Well, you've got nowhere to go, but up from here. So, <laughs> so yeah. So, so ta- Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Todd. You you ask it the first time. You might as well ask it the, the second time. There we go. Uh, Krim, if you could, I, I know you've already told us once, but uh, tell our listeners uh, about yourself, uh, where you came from, and, and how you uh, got to your current position. All right. Yeah. I uh, Just to start from the beginning, I was born in Turkey, uh, Izmir, on the coast, and uh, my mom is... Uh, very much into academics you know she since it's uh, women's day yesterday we got to give her some uh, props you know she was valedictorian of high school college she went off to chapel hill to get her doctorate and uh i was a little nine-year-old had to leave turkey to come to tar hill state to north carolina and after that you know i played high school soccer for side country day went to greensboro college and then i was really blessed uh they had a, a league called the USISL, got to play with the uh, Greensboro Dynamo and Raleigh Flyers, and MLS hadn't started, so I was like, I need to start making some money and get into the real world, So, and I knew I loved soccer, so I started uh, Methodist College, Division Three. We had a great first year, uh, lost in the national finals, the Williams College in the snow, and then after that, uh, I became an assistant in the ACC um, with UNC Chapel Hill to Tar Heelers. So I went from lining fields to uh, having, you know, five, six administrators asking us, what do we need? 
uh, as you can imagine, in the ACC. I'm and sure there were some days that you still wished you were li- just lining a field. <laughs> yeah, I, actually, I missed it. Yeah, I, I actually love Division three soccer. It, it's a great thing. So uh, after that, uh, I wanted to head out. My sister was at Emory University, and my parents put, put pressure on me a bit. So I ended up going into the, the traffic of downtown Atlanta and did 13 years of Division One soccer with Georgia State University Panthers. Had some great years there. Uh, and after that, I actually headed to the lake to Georgia Military College, coached the men and women for four years. And then the athletic director at Dalton State called me and said, Coach K, would you like to start soccer in Dalton, Georgia, up in the mountains, uh, hills and mountains of uh, Dalton? And um, I was so excited. I, I had did many clinics there for uh, Matt Chivas, the high school coach at, uh, at Dalton High School. I knew there was amazing talent there. I was really excited. Um, so I pretty much started in 14, uh, didn't have any teams, did clinics, recruited. 15, the, the men start. 16, the women jumped in. So I did the men and women. Uh, and after 18, you know, the, the basketball coach and I, we, we left. He became a preacher. And I said, you know what, I'm going to be a little soccer preacher. I'm going to go and help the youth of Dalton uh, chase after their dreams and goals. And um Pretty much in my second year, you know, running. Wait, the was that club. was that basketball coach? Was that Tony Engel? Coach Engel, yeah, he passed away. Yeah, it, yeah I was very did. sad. Yeah, it was really sad for our community. Yeah, great. Was really for those that don't know, uh, yes, he truly was. And and I've known Tony Engel uh, since I was a kid. I'd went to basketball oh, camp great. under him, and yeah, just an outstanding amazing. individual. Yes, yes, he's a was a great mentor to me. I, I learned a lot. We were t- together you know, for uh, three amazing years. So I uh, enjoyed being around them. So, so once you, uh, once you left uh, Dalton state, uh, what, what was, what was ahead for you at that time? Uh, what was that? I'm sorry. What was that? Once you, once you uh, left Dalton state, uh, what did you go to after that? Uh, I actually jumped right in, uh, you know, in, in 14, when I got the job, we did clinics, three clinics the whole year and recruited. And in 15, I actually started the roadrunner FC. Uh, we had one team, uh, and they were very successful. We won all the, the levels. It was just one team. Um, and right after that, a lot of the teams in town wanted to, to start, you know, um, be a part of the travel program. So then we, we started, you know, the Core Caminos. We changed the name, you know, to, to make our uh, Hispanic families happy. You know, they, they love that name. It means Roadrunner in Spanish. So we started the CFA, the Core Caminos. And uh, we went from 125 the second year. I think we went to 175 and 225. And now in year five, uh, you know, we changed the name from the Core Caminos in year five to the North Georgia Soccer Academy. So we went from a, a roadrunner that runs away very fast to a lion that's full of confidence. And uh, we became the North Georgia Soccer uh, Academy with the, with the red line. So the, fir- for the first time we had this conversation, <laughs> just, just a little while ago, <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I, I heard you say that when you started, you started. The, did, did I hear you say that you started this for no cost for the kids to come in and play? Yeah, the the first year I did this in fifteen, it was just everything was free uh, because the parks and rec make it free. I think they're one of the only in the country, um, you know, that have like rec football, rec soccer for free, which is amazing. So in fifteen, I coached them for free. We went to games. We got them some jerseys. And then in 16, when we started the core Caminos, you know, everybody was saying, okay, 
you know, when you go to Disney World, you have to pay for it, right? And when you join a gym, you got to pay for it. So it, it was hard getting it all for free, a travel program. So I actually went with the Planet uh, Fitness numbers, kind of, you know, like $10 a month, you know. Um, I think we, we did actually $150 in 16 to start the club. And year five, we're still $150. So to play for the full year, that's our club fee. So I know HBO Sports reached out to me and they said, Coach K, we want to do a documentary on you because pay to play is a problem in America. You know, it's it's pretty expensive if you have uh, multiple kids and all the travel and hotel. And we, we've we kept up with that. I mean, it's amazing. We've had good sponsors and uh, we made it affordable. We never, ever said no to a kid who couldn't pay. If a kid couldn't buy a uniform, we always got uniform. And if they couldn't handle a hotel, we would find a way. So we are something else, something different that I haven't seen too much in youth soccer in America. So really proud of our accomplishments not not just winning you know nine georgia state cups and going to regionals and you know we had one team i coached that went to nationals the oh fours and i mean it, it makes us feel so special when we beat teams in the semifinals and finals from you know miami and dallas and, and dalton has fifty thousand mm-hmm. citizens right the county is 110 so when we went to nationals you're one of the top four in the whole u.s uh the summer of the 19 and it was really interesting to see the region one winner is from Chicago, right? And then the actually the region two is Chicago. Region one is up north, uh, eastern part up top, uh, and they were from DC. And then region four is uh, from LA. So here we are, you know, Dalton, Georgia in, in the, the national uh, semifinals and final game, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it makes you feel proud. You know, we're kind of like the super underdog story. Um, and, and you had but, mentioned you had yeah. mentioned also that that you had you had coached at ODP level for for several several years and it, uh, had yeah. uh, coached you know Ricardo Clark and I think you mentioned yes. uh, Clint Dempsey and, and some others and and you said you came to Dalton and you were even compared to that you were still impressed with the level yeah of I was very impressed when you came yeah. to Dalton yes sir I mean for me you know imagine when I'm head coach at Georgia State, like in 2000, uh, I look up, uh, I'm working with the 83, 84 region teams, and you got Eddie Johnson there, 84, Ricardo Clark is 83, and then, of course, Clint Dempsey. You know, Clint never made a youth national team, <laughs> which is hard to imagine, but, uh, but, but, but I believed in him. If you, if you hear Clint, he'll always say, hey, you know, I would always whisper in his ear, you're gonna, you'll get there one day. So, um, but you know, even working with that level of talent, you know, I came into Dalton and there were so many like little, little, uh, you know, Clint Dempsey's out there, you know. Um, so I could tell that if we gave, you know, it's just like a flower or a plant, you know, right? It needs some sunlight, needs some rain, it needs the soil. The sunlight, you know, is sometimes the coaches probably, right? And um, the rain is your environment. It's a great environment. You know, we have sometimes our 13-year-olds are playing in adult leagues. You know, that's unheard of. You, you don't see that in other areas of the U.S., I think. Not many, you know. But uh, my younger kids are always playing adult league games. And they they kind of get beat up and their nose is bleeding and they're kind of cut up. But as time goes on, you know, we, we, we win championships. You know, I think it's a, a city that wins. You know, if you look at uh, Southeast, Dalton, even Northwest, the last seven, eight years, it's, it's kind of crazy. You know, they probably won 99% of their games. I mean, at Lakeshore Stadium, 
if we did a study the last five years of what our record is there, I think I can count in one hand the number of losses in five years. We had to play 200, 300 games. So it is pretty amazing, like the level of success on our side. And at the end of the day, they're not paying two or three thousand dollars. Yeah. So it's so, a, it's a so pretty when you special came in, story. Did you did you think that that you were going to have to change a lot, or did you just kind of no? Take I a actually, <clears throat> if you know me a little bit. Um, you know, I was very respectful to Hispanic community. I mean, really, I'm from Turkey, but if you go Sunday to a party there, I mean, you would imagine you're in Turkey, Istanbul, and you're drinking Turkish coffee and tea. I mean, <laughs> the grandparents are there, the uncles. I mean, it's really, it's no different. And I honestly think soccer is the same. You know, um, I knew there was some special stuff going on here, and I knew there was some magic here. And uh, but it did take some time to try to convince people to get out of that magical pond, right? We got to head down into Atlanta and we got to play Concord Fire and, you know, uh, play against Atlanta United MLS Academy and, and play, you know, Chattanooga FC and, and head to Knoxville sometimes, you know, it, because you can be great in your pond and there's only a certain level you can go. So mm -hmm. that was something that I had to teach everybody. And I think right now, you know, we had uh, seven signees for to head off to college right and the place has gone crazy you know i just kept telling everybody to be patient there will come a time when we have some kids going off to colleges on soccer scholarships and we're gonna have some kids maybe going off to the pro side and that's why you know we'll probably talk about it later on but yeah we're really proud of angel and uh, rico you know being able to play yeah. with coach fuller and jeremy we're really proud of them so yeah, if you would just talk a little bit about the maybe the initial conversation that you had with the Chattanooga Football Club about uh, you know some type of arrangement or agreement between North Georgia Soccer and the CFC. Yeah, I mean you got to understand um, in in fourteen, you know I started, I, I took the job in fifteen. I think I was, I believe the summer of the fifteen. Right, we we played against the New York Cosmos. You know, and there was. 19,000 fans, 18,000 fans. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I had goosebumps, right? I mean, I'm an old Cosmos fan, you know, Pelé and Beckenbauer. And I was like, I can't believe I'm driving 30 minutes and I'm watching the Cosmos play in such a great crowd. <laughs> you were you driving know? 30 minutes to watch Chattanooga Football Club play. That's Cosmos yes, just yes, happened yes. to be there. <laughs> yes, yes. Forget the Cosmos. Forget <laughs> Pelé. But, yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying is I, I just thought it was just amazing. I mean, I, I had goosebumps just going to that game and I could tell, you know, Chattanooga had something really special, you know, and uh, not, not many people know, but you know, I was with Elena Silverbacks for five years, you guys enemy. So yeah. I was actually oh. always battling uh, you guys. Mm. I know don't be hating on me, but uh, I was with the Silverbacks the summer of 16, 17, 18, 19. I was there in that crazy penalty shootout. When you guys had to keep retaking <laughs> no, penalties, no, that never ha that never happened. <laughs> I, I'm feeling you guys are going to shut this down. You know, yeah, okay, yeah. I, uh, let you it was, yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was great to talk with you. <laughs> <laughs> so no, but yeah, I I could tell uh, that Dalton and Dalton State and the youth and then Chattanooga across the, you know, the the border there, it, it's something special, you know. And I just thought, you know, can we bring them together? You know, because I watched Baylor play Dalton. I saw Macaulay play Dalton. It, it's like a war. So I think they're, they're the kind of two brothers that, you know, kind of battle each other. And um, can we bring them together? And that's what that's the magic of Jeremy, actually. He, I give all the credit to Jeremy. 
Uh, I love Sheldon. I love Tim Kelly. I love so many amazing people there. But I think Jeremy sat in a coffee shop for me for one hour. And I talked more than he did. And, and he's kind of like that anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he listened to me. And at the Not end on our goes, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but at, at the end of it, he just kind of looked at me after an hour. He said, yeah, we got this, Coach K. We're, we're going we're gonna to bring uh, Dalton and Chattanooga together. And I was like, that's awesome. Because we never had that kind of, kind of respect towards us and love that we received from Jeremy. So I think Jeremy was a, a big part of all of this. You know, uh, that one coffee meeting was kind of universal, like kind of magic. You know, for one hour, I got to tell my stuff. And then he kind of came in and told me what his vision is five years, 10 years down the road. And a lot of things he talked about, we had the same kind of mission statement. You know, we, we want to help young kids, you know, and I can tell Jeremy's all about his community, right? So now we thought, let's see if we can kind of bring it together. So. It's been a great last year. They've come out and trained uh, the pro staff and the pro players came and ran clinics for us. You know, they allowed our top under 19 players to come in and train. It's been a really positive thing. So uh, more of this should be happening. But sometimes egos get along the way and people don't get along. And if you really think about kids, what's best for kids, things like this take place. So I kind of did a... uh, uh a little venture down to Dalton uh, this weekend. Friday night, I took in the That's Dalton right. High game. And uh, Saturday, awesome. I, I followed up with the uh, Dalton State game. But Friday awesome. night, I did run into uh, uh, Rika. Uh, okay, Pena. great. And, uh, yeah, and uh, wonderful kid. And we actually I, – I interviewed him. And uh, we're going to actually play uh, his interview before uh, before yours because he actually talks about you. Really? And, uh, oh, and that's he, nice. Oh, yeah. And he – and uh, he shared with me, you know, he said that you really uh, pushed him and kind of pointed him in the right direction. He kind of described it okay, as, awesome. you know, he was kind of, um, uh, I guess, didn't really know, like, how to how to go about it. And he said that, you know, you kind of steered him in the right direction and kind of made him up his game and say, you know, if you want to truly be a professional, this is how you do it. So yes. uh, he was very that's complimentary true. of you. And we're going oh, nice. we're going to play that. Uh, but in, in that kind of, uh, you know, he, he says that, how do you feel that you're different as, as a coach or what are, what are these uh, kids getting at North Georgia soccer Academy that maybe they're, they won't or can't get uh, at, at another place in North Georgia. I mean, I guess in life sometimes to, to be great at one level, uh, if you know what the next level is, that's important. Right. So imagine, right. You know, some years I had to, you know, I was fortunate enough to win a conference championship at Georgia State as an assistant, as a head coach, and I'm battling Duke away. You know, we go away to Duke, and my soccer team at Georgia State wants to go and see uh, Carmichael, you know, wants to go in and check out, you know, uh, the basketball court there, you know, and it's, uh, we've already lost the game. So, you know, I've been in some situations where with the Georgia ODP, we played, um, Mexico in Atlanta, you know, the Mexican national team, they were a year younger. So imagine that type of experience, you know, um, there's some years, you know, um, you know, at Georgia military, I play against Georgia perimeter, the best junior college in the country. So as years went by, you know, I was very fortunate, even with region teams with Clint Dempsey, you know, we would uh, play Monterey or Chivas. So as years went by, I think I got, I was around great coaches and great players. 
So a lot of times when I would meet with these guys, I'm like, okay, guys, if you want to just stay in Atlanta and in Dalton and just win these trophies in our city, that's great. But I think there's something bigger. I said, Let, let's get registered. Let's play in Georgia soccer. Let's go. You know what? I'll work this out. We're going to go and play Atlanta United Youth Academy, you know, and let's see how we do. And then as years go by, after winning some Georgia State Cups and, and kids are signing college scholarships, some of the things that I talked about took place. You know, I don't promise kids pathway to pro. I hear that sometimes from some some pro teams around the U.S. And, and, and there's another one in Chattanooga I heard say that. that I don't think that's right. I, that's a big jump. You know, and I think pathway to college is something beautiful. And every once in a while, one out of a thousand, one out of 5,000 kids are signing a pro contract. So, you know what? I knew what the next level was. So I kept telling him, these are the stories. These are the things that helped me succeed at Chapel Hill, at Georgia State. Let's work at it. And it, it was it was positive, you know. And now to see kids from our area that maybe wouldn't have gone off to college signing college scholarships, you know, you feel good about it, you know, that these these dreams took place. Well, re both Rico uh, and uh, Angel Hurtado, uh, which was uh, he went to uh, Southeast High School. Tell yes. us if you could tell CFC um, supporters kind of what what kind of of men that they're getting uh, by by letting these letting them uh, come into the squad. What kind of what kind of people are, are we getting? I mean, I, I mean, a good thing that I'll tell you from another college coach. I mean, um, like Rico was playing adult league games when he was 12 or 13 in Dalton. So he's always been kind of ready. Uh, when he played uh, Atlanta United, he went to tryouts twice, like very close to making their youth academy. Imagine everybody in the U.S. is coming out there. So uh, I could tell Rico was something special. And uh, he got a full scholarship at University of Mobile. That's a, a top five NAI program. And Daniel Whelan said, Kate, this is the most technical most technical player I've seen ever that I brought to University of Mobile. Uh, coach Fuller, of course, used to coach there, right? Yep. And he, he was really excited to hear that he had committed to go there. But um, I think he's so technical. He's got such great brain. You know, uh, he's kind of like a younger version of Juan. Maybe Juan is a little better looking with that blonde hair. Uh, but Rico, oh. <laughs> Rico is is going to be like a Juan. You'll see. He's going to probably kill me for what I just said. He, he's okay looking too. But uh, Rico is very technical. He's got a great last pass, can score goals. And I love that Fuller told me, you know, Coach Fuller called me up. Uh, we used to coach region teams together uh, 20 years ago. And he said, Coach K. Uh, I love the way Rico played. It was outstanding on Saturday practice. So, you know, it makes me feel good. And then Angel, he's something else. I mean, he is a defensive mid. He can lace a ball 60 yards. He's a free kick specialist. You know, at the end of the day, these guys are 18. You mm -hmm. know, they're 18 and they're getting beat up by uh, Juan and, and the rest of the guys there. Um, so, It'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, you know, they're not mid-20s, right? They are still young, you know, 18, 19. They're learning the game. <laughs> Neither is Juan experience. anymore. <laughs> Juan is like 35, I feel like. Uh, no, he's probably well, he's been there. He's not 30s. that old, but he's, he's been like he's our longest-tenured player at this point. He but has yeah, been there a feels, long time. It feels like yep. he's been there a long, long time. Yes, he's like a lion. We're the, we're the North Georgia Lions. He's kind of like a lion. 
but yeah, my kids, you know, when I talk to them, they, they really appreciate so much, you know, Jeremy and coach Fuller allowing, you know, the two guys to be able to come and train and it'll be interesting. You know, I think, you know, if the door opened up and they, they had that opportunity to sign a pro contract. Oh my goodness. That, that would change Dalton, but they got to deserve it. Right. They got to show it. Um, so yeah. we'll see how that goes. I wish them the best, you know, really proud of both, both kids. So you, you, you talk, so Rico plays, uh, like a, a an attacking mid, uh, up. In- He's like an attacking mid or an eight, you know, yeah. he can go box to box. Okay. Um, but uh, he's a great connector and pastor of a ball, like in tight space. You know, he sees so much stuff. That's why I think he's like a young, like one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Angel is a bit different. He's good in the air. He's tougher. You know, uh, he can also play center back. You know, I think Coach Fuller played him at center back a bit, too. Okay. Um, and, and he's a great captain. Rico's awfully quiet. I would like to hear his interview. I can't wait to hear that. He's kind of quiet. Uh, uh, and he does it with his actions. Angel was a great leader for us. He would get the warm-ups going. We're down a goal. He's getting everybody going. Like, he's got a great personality. I think uh, Angel is a big winner. So I think he's going to be successful at the next level. So where where do you think this the partnership uh, can go between uh, CFC and North Georgia? What what do you – you know, you said you talked with Jeremy uh, and your two visions – seem to be parallel you know where, where do you see this this partnership going i mean i think later on down the road i mean there's got to be some teams where we we bring them together and have some all-star teams that maybe go off you know maybe we have our uh under six to under 18 rec programs in each side you know um and then what we do is you know maybe once they hit high school you know we we try to combine some age groups and you know what i mean we're not we're not Barcelona or Real Madrid, you know, there, there's some age groups. I think Chattanooga FC might be better, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, maybe we have a team of 60, 70% Chattanooga, you know, maybe we have another team that's 60, 70% Dalton, but there, there comes a time I think when we, we need to bring some age groups together and uh, we get along, you know, the egos are thrown out the door and uh, we want what's best for kids. And, uh, and, and, you know, I think when I look down the road, like I want to see Dalton fans, Dalton citizens becoming members, you know, and going to pro games. I mean, I don't tell this story a lot, but when you had 18, 19,000 fans, I will never forget on Walnut in front of the Kroger, there were many signs, CFC, National Final, you know, Finley Stadium. Uh, Right after that game, I brought all my staff. I was like, this was amazing. I got to see the fans and 18,000 fans screaming, yelling, Chattanooga play amazing, New York Cosmos. And they all looked at me and said, Coach K, we don't go to those. We didn't go. We don't go to Chattanooga games. Yeah. I'm like, why won't you go to Chattanooga games? Because we're Dalton. They're Chattanooga. We don't go there. I'm like, we got to go there. It's 30 minutes away. And then one day, if there's a pro team, probably we need to go and support. So, I think that takes time. It's mm-hmm. going to take time, I think. Um, but but the, this, this relationship that we had, I think, kind of brings people together. You know, it's not easy to bring two cities together and two states together, right? And if we can pull this off, it would be amazing. But we, we do have some great ideas, I think, uh, having all-star teams and continue to do clinics. And there are things we do better than Chattanooga, right? And there's things that they do much, much better than us. So I'm able to grab uh, Jeremy 
and get some great ideas from him because he worked with some top clubs in St. Louis. And I know he's, he's been great for uh, our academy. So do you ever well, see – oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Todd. No, no, you go ahead. I was going to say – I was just going to ask, do you um, do you see ever putting, you know, something like, one, you know, one of the – like a U23 team that would participate in some of the summer leagues, whether it be NPSL or – That's a great question. Yeah, that's a great question. I, I know uh, – I would love to go into Tim Kelly's office, but I know he's <laughs> trying to become the mayor. That's right, yeah. So I don't know if he has time for Coach K right now, but another month I might harass him. But what I would like to do – I know he's a big fan of NPSL, and uh, of course – you know, when I was a technical director for the, the Silverbacks, you know, two years we won the league. The other two years, Chattanooga won. It was a great battle between the two. Mm-hmm. And I, I saw some magic with U21 age group and U23 age group. I'm telling you right now, here's a great example. I have a top 15 NAI team at Dalton State. Uh, we had a preseason game, and it got canceled because of different situations with the opposing team. You know what I did? I made some calls, and I said, let me play U23 team from Dalton. We lost 4-0. You know, that year we beat University of Mobile. We beat Martin Methodist twice. Like, we had a great team. And uh, 70% of the team was Dalton. They were older. You know, there were a few guys, a few Covenant guys from Chattanooga came that have played there. A, a lot of Lee University, mid-20s. You know, we had, like, majority of the team were Dalton guys that did not play in college. So that's what I'm saying is I think – I would love to see, you know, a Dalton team of Dalton kids, U23. Yeah. You know, because there are many 19, 20, 21, 22-year-olds that are working in the carpet industry that I would love to just grab and say, okay, we're training three times a week, four times a week. We're playing at Georgia Revolution. We get to play once a week against Chattanooga FC Pro Team and just test it out. I think there's going to be some ballers there that are in their mid twenties that just need that opportunity. And I think Chattanooga has some great talent too, that are older that, uh, and we've talked about it, you mm-hmm. know? So if Tim Kelly's listening to this uh, <laughs> and um, he's feeling good and maybe the people at the Volkswagen are listening, maybe they'll say, you know what, coach, K, we're going to help you fund this. And I would love to have on a roster of 26, maybe, I don't know, 16, 18 Dalton kids. Yeah. Chattanooga kids, and then a few college all-stars. You know, I coached Division One 14 years. People trust me. People trust Peter Fuller and Jeremy. It, it would be neat to do a U23. And, and we, we talk about this weekly, you know, uh, Jeremy and Fuller and I. We, we talk about, like, it's hard to do it this summer, but, like, the next summer, yeah, we got to, for soccer to get better, there's some amazing 21, 22-year-olds in Dalton that are just playing in these leagues that need – need that opportunity uh, yeah, you're, i mean a, yeah, a great know, example that's part of the development yeah. right but that is part of the development of like arika right when he's 12 and 13 years old he's playing he was playing against these 21 yes. 22 22 yes. year old just beat straight up. ballers yeah, yeah yes, i mean i played up. in that league and the league yes. is if you're good enough you're old enough yes. and and that i agree it, it's kind of like all that pressure just makes these diamonds uh, like Rika and Angel that are that are now going to be you know trying to make the CFC Pro squad, but I, I, I think the I, I think, think the uh, town is down there yes. for a team. I, I think U.S. Soccer, if they came and hung out with me for a few months, they would be kind of shocked because I believe that most clubs they want to try to win another state championship. They are telling kids they cannot play older age group. You know, a lot of directors are saying, no, don't go and play those Dalton inner city games. 
you got a morning game on Saturday. You're not allowed to play in the, any more Dalton inner city. You know what? I never did that. And, and I think I had some 13, 14 year olds that were playing in the adult league scoring goals where I'm like, wow, these kids are going to go and play, make Atlanta United. And you know what? We had six kids make it in our five years, Atlanta United. So uh, uh, the MLS Academy. And I think that was what the one thing that Darren Eels, the president, loves about us is how the community is important to us. We keep it affordable. We have all these turf fields at the carpet. CEOs built for us. And, and you know, there, there's some amazing things in Dalton uh, with with what uh, the CEOs have done to help uh, the community. So I really think the U21 league would be, U23 team would be amazing next summer. You know, that's something that we should. And, you know, on this podcast, this is an amazing story, but uh, I think Darwin Lowe was with me at a younger age. I saw him graduate from high school. I saw him playing Finley at the high school all-star game. You know, I recruited him, you know, uh, he went to Shorter. And um, I kept up with him. Yeah. And uh, last summer, you know, I had six or seven calls trying to convince him to come out to trials, you know, and he came out to tryouts. And you know how proud I was sitting out in the crowd, seeing all those game winning goals and we're beating the Cosmos. And next thing I know, but how uh, proud he, were you? How proud were you when he uh, scored the goals for uh, for the national team? My eyes were kind of wet. You know, I, was, <laughs> cause, uh, I, I was trying to convince uh, a boy to not get into the work field and just not give up on soccer and Fulzi and uh, Jeremy gave him that opportunity. And, you know, to see him score the Honduras starting 11 are all playing the highest level. Nobody knows Darwin Lowe. And then in, in, in two matches, he became famous. You know what I mean? So Darwin Lowe, there's another 15 Darwin Lowe's hanging out in the Dalton leagues. We just need people to listen to this podcast, and I need to convince my, you know, <laughs> hey, Dalton. Yeah, I need to convince my uh, advisory board that I've got, and you know, people in Dalton to yeah, let's fund the U23 team. Get that's giving 24, 25 kids an opportunity at that age that would never have it. There are many Darwin Lowe's here. There's some well, kids we, better we, than Darwin Lowe. <laughs> Darwin would punch we, me in the we stomach. Know, we but, know about Rika and we know yes. about Angel, but you yes. uh, you were telling us about and and I saw, I went down to Dalton and and saw them Friday night. Uh, you got two brothers in the academy, actually three brothers, but the two of them play uh, for the uh, varsity Dalton High team. Uh, tell yep. us a little bit about Damian and Fabian Rodriguez. Oh man, they're amazing. Um, I would say they, those. Those three are as good as youth kids have I've coached. I wouldn't be surprised if those kids went to top 10 Division One or ACC. Um, uh, Fabian um, is left-footed. He's a junior. Uh, he's the leading scorer at Dalton High School. Uh, last year, he played uh, under 20, even though he's U17. I think he scored 14 goals. Um, Damien played right next to him. He's smaller, more explosive. Uh, and he had 18 goals in the Georgia Premier League. So that's the highest level in Georgia soccer. You know, we won all 13 games. They scored. They were the leading scorers. It was kind of neat to see the brothers play side by side. And you know what? Ivan, who's a freshman, I put him on the under-19 team. So he played in games with 2000, uh, you know, with the 01 age group, and he's an 05. So he played four years up, and I let him play in games. I didn't care about anything. I didn't care what parents say or he's too little. He, he played in those games. He played in every game in the GPL. 
under 20. So those three kids are pretty special. You know, I knew Dalton would win another state cup. I think they'll win it again. You know, Coach Chivas is amazing and we work together. Um, but I really think those guys are special. Ivan, the little one, his vision, his brain, you know, uh, it's, it's really amazing to see all three of them. And they live across the street from the soccer uh, office. We have a little turf field. So every day they'll call and they'll come up, soccer, tennis. They'll be playing 3v3. So it's, it's kind of neat. They, they live a block away from the soccer office. So I see them every day. I was lucky enough to see uh, one of them uh, assist the goal for the other. Uh, yes, night. that's and right. I, I don't remember who assisted. I don't know if Fabian assisted Damian or Damian assisted Fabian, but but it, it was a it was a beautiful goal. And Dalton did run out big winners against the number two uh, team out of Alabama. I think the final score was like seven to one. I think. Yeah, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. That's right, seven one. So yeah, it's just amazing to see these kids that were with me when they were under eleven, under twelve, and now you know they're under eighteen and. Uh, you know, they didn't leave to go to other clubs. You know, there were a lot of clubs that came in and promised everything and promised pathway to pro and we paid for everything and they, they stuck with us, you know, so we, we are obliged and they, they believed in our, our vision and our dreams in North Georgia soccer. And um, now it's paid off. You know, it's, it's, I would not be surprised if those three kids head off to top division once, you know, and. Well, let me ask uh, you this. That, that's, yes. that's interesting. You, you say that. So when you see a kid that has like this unbelievable talent, how do you how do you assess whether you're sending a kid pushing them towards uh, a college career or pushing them more towards a pro career or or is it more the kind of the same? I think it, you know some of the players I have in Dalton, the parents did not go to college. It's first generation. So I think sometimes when I go and, and give a college recruiting talk in Alpharetta or Peachtree City or Chattanooga, people want to know about what's it like to coach at Chapel Hill, the ACC, or Georgia State. But I believe when I meet the Hispanic community in Dalton, they want to know, Coach K, what was it like when you took the region team to Guadalajara and you coached against Atlas and uh, Chivas? You know, they want to know that. They want to know what's it like to coach against Mexico youth team, you know, with the Georgia ODP 98 group. So I, I think sometimes I, I have to really battle that. I have to really push the beautiful uh, aspect of going to a Division One school and you have a meal card for $4,000. Like um, Ricardo, Rico going to Universal Mobile, he'll have a four or $5,000 on his card and he gets to eat great meals. Right. And uh, he's got a tutor, an academic support person helping him during the week on a great field, you know, got his own dorm. I mean, I don't think they really I think they believe in what I say, but they they just don't they don't see it. So a lot of times the majority of my kids want to play pro soccer. I mean, if Damien and Fabian had a chance to to go to a Duke or UNC or or play Division three soccer, I think they're going to go and play Division three soccer or play Division Two soccer, you know? Um, you know, and it's hard for me because I know the value of a four-year, you know, uh, degree. You know, right. I, I'm trying to think about the person because not every kid is able to play 10 years without an ACL tear and kids have injuries. But it's something amazing when you're 22 and you got your college degree, right? So um, right. I'm always pushing that. You know, even though I've been a scout for, you know, Atlanta 
Silverbacks many years now. I've been scouting for Chattanooga FC. There's been some years I did Indy 11 or Puerto Rico Islanders. So I know like pro soccer, but I also know the value of academics. You know, I'm a, a 24 year college veteran, right? So I'm really pushing every day, every day. And some days I don't win that war. I, I think a lot of my kids want to play pro soccer, which is okay. You know, that, that it's amazing. That's, that's a great dream. It's a tough dream. Well, Todd, you got anything, you got anything else? No, no, that was uh, actually that, that last question, that, that was, that was it because I, you know, I think these kids, they have a, on the one hand, it's like you say, uh, they, they want to play pro soccer and they see that dream and they see a pro team right up the road. And, but on the other hand, you know, we, they don't necessarily understand that playing four years of college, it could be potentially worth several, uh, you know, it could be worth six figures in and of itself. And that's that, that could be worth a hundred thousand dollars, not to mention, you know, what they do after soccer. I mean, that's, they have to do something after soccer. And, yeah. you know, yeah. I think sometimes they don't, they don't understand that. Yeah. And I think Chattanooga FC is so classy. I think if any of our kids have an opportunity to, to sign a pro contract, you know, they've even talked, even without me asking about helping pay for uh, some college classes. You know what I mean? We're always thinking about the person first. So I really loved how Jeremy thought that, like me, you know, if we have a, a younger kid, I think it's good to take business classes, right? It's good mm-hmm. to, to keep and, and keep academics going. So, but I mean, I don't, I never want to cut down their dreams either. You know, I mean, Rico's all over it. Angel's all over it. I know Damien, Fabian, Ivan, and um, Chava at Southeast, you know, they all want it. Once high school's over, you know, they they keep calling me all the time. Coach, please talk to Fuller. <laughs> Coach Fuller, and co- talk so, to Jeremy. Please as, let as, us uh, know. As, as Angel, as Angel uh, is, he, is he playing college in the fall somewhere? He's not committed anywhere. And it's funny, he's a hidden pocket. I mean, he's a NCAA Division One. You know, he, he, he is, Rico is too, actually. You know, he doesn't really have the grades for Division One, But Angel's got great grades. So, I mean, it, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Angel. You know, Fulzi and Jeremy and I, when, when you put all of us together, we got a lot of contacts, right, uh, at the college level. So I think a, a door will open up. Right now, their dream is right now Chattanooga FC, making the roster and, and, and being the best players they can. Well, we hope we hope that for them. I mean, it's – Hope you know, so. That yeah. would be amazing. Yeah, yeah it, would be, would be it would be amazing to see. Yeah, I think everybody loves, you know, the local local kids playing on a yeah. local team. and of course. And it sounds like, you know, they're – there's the potential for uh, a pipeline of some players coming up to us from North Georgia and playing on Ch- uh, playing in Chattanooga FC, and that's really exciting because that's really what you know. That's what I I hope for out of out of the club is to is to be that um, developmental pipeline from from you know U12 all the way up through you know the 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 senior team in in Chattanooga FC so it's it's exciting to hear about the the relationship um you know I'm I am I'm really excited to see Angel and Enrico on the pitch and see what they've got to offer and then I hope I hope that they are equally successful off the pitch and and, and Enrico goes and gets an education and 
and Angel, yes. you know, Angel does as well. And um, you know, who knows? You know, maybe I, I will. I want this under twenty three thing to happen <laughs> in the worst way. In yeah. the worst way. Yeah, I know. You are going to be the sporting director. To most of you guys. Uh, you're right. Yeah, okay. right. Gonna yeah. Be like Bill oh, Elliott. there we go. No, Jim, Jim won't take it. I'll take it. Not a problem. Yeah. I'll do yes. that. But you know, lastly, I want to also state. You know, we have some amazing 12, 13, 14-year-old kids, not just in Dalton. I mean, we have 150 kids in Dalton, but we got 80 in Rome. Ah. And I would say 90% of the players there are from Guatemala. Mm -hmm. And we have two National League teams in the city of Rome. Uh, recently, I saw Rome Middle School beat Dalton Middle School. So, like, Rome is blowing up. But Rome is another, like, version of Dalton. It's exactly the same. Coach Brazil there has done an amazing job and uh those 80 90 kids are amazing and calhoun is also you know where darwin lowe's from and um we have about 70 kids there so you know what i mean like it's not yeah. just dalton like north georgia right. soccer is not just dalton we have some well, you know and thank you thank teams. you for mentioning that because yes. uh i was i That's was important. actually i had that in my first uh list of questions <laughs> Is if there were other if North Georgia was just in Dalton, but it's it's also in you said Rome, Calhoun, and yes, uh, and then uh, Whitfield County didn't have soccer four years ago. I kept doing all these clinics. I think they have seven hundred recreation kits. So you know, I mean, it's amazing. I mean, there's I think five six thousand youth kids in Dalton just playing soccer. Uh, the Parks and Rec have three thousand. Whitfield County has seven hundred, eight hundred, nine hundred, but. We have about five or six church leagues that have 300, 400 kids. So it, it is a crazy monster. I mean, it's kind of crazy to say that there's 40,000, 50,000 people living there, you know, and we do have issues. Like we don't have a soccer-specific soccer field that's 70 by 120. Mm -hmm. But we have like 40 baseball, football fields. I mean, not yeah. no, about 40 uh, baseball, softball fields, right? So I wish we had more football fields. You know, we would put some more lines and – but that's just uh, the, the, the tough part of Dalton, right, that we have to change. We have to build facility. I mean, if you ask my five-year goal, we want this to be the best academy in the South region. But secondly, we want to build fields and, and build a, an amazing stadium that the youth can use in Dalton High School in Southeast, you know. And then, you know, maybe down the road there we have a pro team, you know, maybe 30 minutes away. Imagine a pro team in Dalton and Nisa. Mm -hmm. And a pro team in Chattanooga. Can you imagine the home and away, how many fans will go? So if that dream doesn't take place, let's make Chattanooga the best. You know, I think I might not, I might be wrong, but I think this is a division two market when you put Dalton in there. I think when you put Dalton, Georgia with all the youth and you, you put Rome to the side and Calhoun and you put it right next to on top of the, the Chattanooga, with all their fan support and all the all the success of the last 11, 12 years, I don't think that's a Division three market. I think it's a Division two. You know, when I watch Dalton State get more soccer fans at their games than University of Georgia and Georgia State University and Mercer Division one, it made me kind of think a bit. Yeah. So that's something that uh, was amazing to see 1,500, 2,000 fans at a NEIA soccer game. You know, at Georgia State, sometimes I would have 200, 300 people at a division one game so we just got we got to keep plugging away right we got to keep working with sponsors we we got to make our under six under eight to 19 the best at, at both cities and, and uh, academies and then one day you know we'll get there you know but we have two groups that are willing to work together right 
Yep. So that that's an amazing story. So again, really thankful for Jeremy and, and Coach Fuller for letting us be a part of this. We really we want to thank them and Sheldon and, and Tim Kelly always been so nice. They weren't nice to me when I was with Atlanta Silverbacks, but you know, <laughs> especially to be after fair, the you are nice out, But I won't go into penalty. No, uh, no. He, no. I don't want to. That's the, yeah. <laughs> We're gonna We're end this on good terms. Yeah. <laughs> But you know, I think you know we we talked with uh, Claire Tooley, who's the the supporter owner board member for CFC last week, and okay. you know Todd asked her a question about you know how do we make the stands look more like our community, and you know and you know it's one thing to have the players on the pitch, but it's also we we need those communities to be a part of the club. We need them to come and and sit in the mm-hmm. stands. And, you know, when, when we played the two Guatemalan teams uh, a couple a couple of years ago. You had some good fans, right? Yeah, yeah good, great fans, yeah. great mm-hmm. atmosphere. Yes. Um, yes. And, you know, and, right. and those those folks are a part of our community and they need to be a part of the club. Yes. And, 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 and it, but it's not their job. It's our job to make the stands uh, accommodating and welcoming uh, to them. And so, so they want to come. And so I, I yeah, hope. Yeah, I mean, imagine, imagine Rome. I mean, there's so many Guatemala. Like, I go to a birthday party there once a month. I've never seen anything like it. I mean, it's literally 200, 300 in the back of a house. You know, everybody <laughs> shows up, and it's amazing, the Guatemala community. So I think Rome and Chattanooga need to get together with the Guatemala communities, yeah. the soccer communities, and get some showcase games. You know, I could, I guarantee you I could fill Finley if I did an all-star Rome-Guatemala team. And I brought him over to play the Chattanooga Guatemala All Stars. You know what I mean? I think we got to think outside the box. That yep. would be amazing. I, yeah. That would be great for our communities. But I really appreciate it tonight you guys letting me come and speak to you. Yeah. Hey, and we appreciate really, we appreciate really you putting up yeah. with with my uh, with my <laughs> that was ineptitude. my warm up. I needed a warm up. You know, first podcast. I was like, how am I gonna do? So you oh, got that, me warmed oh, yeah. up. I was actually better the first fifteen that nobody heard, but only you guys heard. You know what I mean? You know what? That's all that matters. That we heard it. That was you heard it. I, I can't even. Uh, I can't even tell our listeners how good you were in that first fifteen uh, minutes. <laughs> that first fifteen minutes, like yes. I had already signed whatever you were selling, I was buying. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I told Rico not to be so good at training. I told him I wanted more gamer, him and Angel. So that's true. Maybe I was better in the practice, but we're working on it. I'll work on it, guys. Hey, you play like you train, right? So Yes, that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. So well but thank you so much, guys. Love to get yeah, back thank on you. in the future and really thankful uh with our two clubs working together. You know, thank you for letting uh, me speak tonight. I'd love to come back and Get on it again with you guys. But All thank right, you yeah. so much. Thanks so much. All right, guys. Have Thanks a great night. Me. All right. Bye. All right. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. And once again, a big thank you to uh, Karim Deshir for coming on to the podcast and, and talking to us about his involvement with North Georgia uh, Soccer Academy. And I got a chance to speak to uh, uh, the first product of the uh, North Georgia Soccer Academy CFC Partnership uh, uh, CFC just signed him a couple of weeks ago. I actually signed two, but uh, signed Angel Hurtado and uh, this gentleman that I got a chance to catch up with at the Dalton High soccer game this weekend. Uh, and here's my interview with Rika Fahina. Hey, this is Todd, aka the Great Footballer. Uh, I'm down here in Dalton tonight, taking on some uh, taking in some high school uh, soccer action uh, with with Dalton High. And uh, while I was down here, I ran into uh, Chattanooga Football Club's 
uh, newest signee and uh, first product of the relationship between CFC and the North Georgia Soccer Academy, uh, Mr. Uh, Rika Baina. How you doing tonight? Doing pretty good, thank you. Hey, so man, what did you think about the game tonight? Pretty good? Pretty good. I just, I thought it was going to be closer, to be honest. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, uh, Dalton ran out 7-1 winners tonight. Uh, it looked early like they were up 2 to nothing in the first 10 minutes. It looked like it might be a little closer, but then they ran away with it. So, man, like, uh, tell us a little bit about where you're from, uh, where you went to high school, and uh, and just basically what got you what got you here. Well, I graduated from – I was went to Dawn High. Um, the thing that got me to that, um, that spot I am right now is from North Georgia Soccer. Uh, Coach K really pushed me to – practice more, get more fit. And I went over there for some practices, and that's when they knew that I was ready to play at that level. So uh, tell us about when you signed for CFC. Uh, were, were your parents there when you signed? My mom couldn't make it, but my brother was there. Yeah, my brother. How did your family feel about it when you, when you got home? Like, were they uh, – just tell me like, what, what their reaction was. She, my mom was excited, yeah. Everybody was excited to see me like go to another step on my life in my life yeah so uh, what position do you play and uh, and uh, how has um, where did you play in high school and where are you practicing right now uh, with CFC they have me in the same position at, uh, as a 10 midfielder I'm still playing that, that same that same position is that where you feel like that's your natural position yes that's my com- that's the most comfortable position yeah if I'm more all right, so uh, you got that. So when you uh, when you're out there and you're uh, and you're practicing with CFC, like who are you going up against usually? There's some good players out there. Like they, CFC has some good players, so yeah, it's a challenge to be playing at that level. So yeah, I, have to, I just get, have to get used to it. Uh, are you looking forward to uh, getting in some matches this year? Do you think you're gonna you're gonna break into the into the squad and get some some minutes? That's the plan. Hopefully. We have some pieces in preseason games coming up, so hopefully I get a chance to play. Okay, speaking of preseason, right? We got games against Atlanta United, uh, Louisville City. Uh, let's see what else: the KSA Academy and Birmingham. Birmingham. I'm I'm gonna just guess that you're probably most excited about the Atlanta United match. Yes, I'm, that's. Uh, hopefully, I go in and take uh, Atlanta United game match. Yeah, so uh, is there anybody on the Atlanta United team uh, that you'd like to you'd like to have the ball and run at? Mm, I want to get close to Joseph Martinez. That, that's, that's, I want to like at least get his autograph right after he played and all that. So, so basically, shut him down and then get his autograph. Is that what you're telling me? That's the plan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so ambitious plans here from uh, Rika. <laughs> she wants to shut down uh, Joseph Martinez and then uh, then ask for his autograph. Uh, so tell me a little bit about the um, about playing for Coach K and North Georgia Soccer Academy. Uh, tell me a little bit about how it was different than just playing like here for high school. We all know Matt Chief's done a great job here at Dalton High School, but just how is the environment different going from high school to uh, uh, North Georgia Soccer Academy and, and Coach K? I mean, I feel like high school is different than academy soccer. Because academy soccer, there's like players around the country that go against. Um, there's a higher, there's more um, talent in academy soccer. That's so overall, it's just a higher level, yeah. right? Yeah. Just high school soccer. 
you know, that's kind of hard to think about. You know, I come down here and I watch this Dalton High game. And I see all this talent on the field, but you know, you're telling me that it's it's that level and then higher in some cases. Yes, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, uh, what did, what all did you guys did you guys win trophies while you were at North Georgia Soccer yes. Academy? Two two state cups, yeah, two state cup championships and some region champ championships. Yeah. All right, so tell me about your biggest moment as a player uh, so far, as a uh, as up to before you got to CFC, either in high school or at uh, the academy. Tell me about your biggest moment. My biggest moment was state championship. We won uh, state my junior year. That was, a, that was a good moment. Was that here at Dalton High? No, it or was, was it? It was against Gainesville at, what was this? It was like two hours. I don't know. The, so that, but that was for Dalton High? That was for Dalton High. Okay. All right. And uh, so, and tell me about what your, uh, Moving forward over the next like two to three years, and uh, with CFC, tell me what your goals are. Hopefully, I get that starting position over the years, and I'll, I'm gonna keep working hard to get that position on that I'm trying to get. All right, guys, this has been a great footballer. Been sitting here talking to uh, Rika Pahina. I appreciate his time and uh, sitting down with me. Uh, God, he just let me roll up to him here on the at the uh, soccer game and was kind enough to uh, take a few minutes with me. Uh, look forward to seeing you on the field this year. And uh, anything you want to say uh, to all the fans out there at CFC? Just hopefully uh, I'm glad. Hopefully I get the chance to win some championships with CFC and keep going. All right. Thanks a lot, man. I appreciate your time. Thank you very much. All right, and I, I got to say a special thank you to Rika for that interview. Uh, I pretty much, have, uh, for lack of a better word, stalked him at the Dalton High Soccer <laughs> game and actually had, this is no joke, this is no joke. I had uh, two guys that I, I, used, to, uh, that I uh, used to play soccer with down in Dalton uh, had saw me and we were talking and like, oh, yeah, yeah, Rika's here. Yeah, yeah, where was he? Oh, there he is. He's right over there. And I said, I'm totally going to go over there and talk to him. They're like, yeah, go over there. So, uh, yeah, so thank you, uh, Rika, for that interview, and, and I apologize. And uh, I really apologize to his girlfriend who uh, stood um, to the side for about 10 minutes while we talked. So it was not a warm evening. <laughs> well, that's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's exciting. It's hard, not to, it's hard not to be excited with, you know, when you listen to him talk about North Georgia and the relationship between uh, North Georgia Soccer Academy and CFC and, and and what he has to say about Jeremy and and the club and the vision that they share, um, you know. So I, you know, I'm I'm excited about it. I'm looking forward to see them, uh, see them on the pitch and see how they play. And then you know, really, like you said, you know, you went down and and uh, you heard the you heard Coach K talk a little bit about the 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 brothers that are there now. Um, you know, it looks like there could be you know potential future signings um, in in CFC for CFC in the future. So, Oh yeah, there's definitely more talent in the pop pipeline. And if you, uh, I'm telling you, if, if you get a chance to see Dalton uh, high play, I know, I think they got a game um, uh, this Friday night against Northwest high school. So that's in, in Whitfield County. Uh, and then of course you have what's called the El Clasico in Whitfield County, which is Dalton high and Southeast. That's a little later uh, in the year. Uh, but I actually, I think Dalton has a match against Baylor um, on their schedule, and that's still to come. So if you get a chance, uh, get on the old interwebs and uh, look up that schedule and, and try to hit up a game. You'll 
you won't be disappointed that you uh, that you went and uh, and saw them. All right. Well, Todd, it's it's. Uh, I think we're already over about an hour. So you know, you know, we don't want to we don't want to keep the good people up. You know, they can. You know, let me, everybody everybody needs your rest. Their rest. You know, these days. So, including this guy. Including 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 this guy. Yeah, including you. Oh, well, me too. Yeah, I I got my vaccine today or yesterday, and uh, my first my first go around. And so today I was a little groggy, but um, I'm feeling good now. And and hopefully in a couple of weeks I'll be fully vaccinated and I can go out. I can go out and just do whatever the hell I want. Right? That's what that means. I think so. I believe so. Either that, or you immediately uh, book a trip to Russia to uh, start using your new. Russian language skills. Yeah, my super, my super. I don't. I haven't found my superpowers yet. <laughs> I, I, I did. I did choose the non-chip option for for the. I saw that. Yeah. So it costs a little extra, but I chose the non-chip vaccine. But hopefully that will. That means what it lacks in chip, it, it adds in superpowers. So we'll we'll see, we'll see. Well, enough, enough about that. Uh, we we are lining up some stuff, so we'll be back maybe. Well, and I don't know about the the rest of this week, but we'll certainly be back. Oh. We got to pl- oh, you know what? One reason why we're not going to record the rest of this week, Thursday night, everybody Thursday needs to be night. tuned in. Where are you going to be at 8 p.m.? I'm going to be enjoying public television. That's right. Yeah, is it at eight? Is that when? It, is that when it is? Eight o'clock. Thursday, eight o'clock on uh, WTCI. Yeah, WTCI, and then I think afterwards, um, they haven't announced it yet, but I know there's going to be some uh, a facebook live event after kind of like you know what they did with the walking dead right you know the after the walking dead they had... I, I i was in my head i was like if you're telling me they're gonna do a walking dead uh <laughs> talking dead style right. uh, yep. show to follow yeah i think so i that's think that's what, i think that's what i think that's what they're gonna do they have again they haven't announced you think they'll it yet. Get a great football you think they'll think they'll let me call in like great footballer from uh, bradley county i hope they will i hope they no, will me too I hope they. Will. I don't know if they're going to do call-ins, but I think they're going to have, you know, they're, you know, like the like that show. And I'm I was not a I was not a big Walking Dead or am not a big Walking Dead fan, but I've watched that show a couple of times. And you know, so they they bring on maybe someone who was featured in that episode, and that's who they're talking to after. So I think that's what they're planning on doing. You know, maybe talking to a couple of the guys that may have featured in the episode. You know, talking to them again on the after show. So I, I I'm excited about it. Really looking forward to it. Um, and, yeah, so I guess that's it for tonight. And then next week we'll be back um, and uh, with another episode. So I guess, Todd, with that, only thing there's only one thing left to say, or maybe two things left to say. Go CFC. Go Blues. Oh, Mr. Oliveira with a cheeky goal.